welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hey, hey, hey. So today's episode, we're talking about customer service. And I've done episodes on similar things before, but uh, we had some occurrences in my own personal businesses this week. And uh, we did what I preach. And I just want to share some of that with you, um, man, because it is just so game changing. Like, even though I talk about it on the podcast and everything, like when I actually implement it and it like becomes real life, you just realize like, man, like this is so powerful. So I want to share it with you. Uh, Before we dive in, uh, if you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad you found us. Um, This podcast is for home service business owners. Doesn't matter what kind of home service company you own. You can be a lawn care guy, a window cleaner, carpet cleaner, roofer, HVAC, plumber, doesn't matter. Everything we talk about on here will apply to you and your home service business. And our goal is to help you grow and scale a more systemized home service company so you can have more freedom of your time and make more money. So if you're here and this is your first episode, welcome. If you're returned back, what is going on, y'all? It's good to uh, have you back here. Um, I want to give a uh, shout out because today we had somebody shout us out on Facebook. Um, Brent Greenwood, thank you. Shared the podcast on Facebook and just wanted to let you know um, that I appreciate it. And that uh, we appreciate you listening. So she's one of those people that is out there implementing what we are teaching. She got a marketing plan from us this year. And uh, as of last time I talked to her, which was probably a month or so ago, they were implementing it and seeing results. And so we're proud of you. Uh, You're crushing it. So let's dive in. Um, Today's going to be a little bit of story time. Uh, So hope that doesn't bother you, but it's kind of going to go into the lesson a little bit. in my home service business, we get a email, okay? And actually, we get two of them today, uh, unfortunately. Um, and one of them, this guy is extremely frustrated because he said that we came out and washed his house and it wasn't done very well. Um, the other person who is a repeat customer and has been with us for probably four years and we service her home twice a year, she emailed us as well and was unhappy. She said, the windows actually look good. Did some window cleaning for it. The windows actually look really good, but I felt like I had to police the crew the whole time that they were here. And essentially it was a bad experience for her, right? Um, And so, you know, everybody is so worried about callbacks. They're so worried about upset customers. They're so worried about doing a bad job. And I always try to talk people off the ledge because that is one of the main reasons people do not hire employees. But what I have said in the past and what I will continue to preach because it is 100% true is that if you are a firefighter inside of your business and you will go out and put out any fire and make everything right, uh, anything that goes wrong, you will make it right, then you will always be 100% fine. Doesn't mean the customer's always going to be 100% happy, but at the end of the day, you did what you could to make it right. And so long story short, I'm going to give you two examples here of that. Uh, The guy that emailed us, uh, we've actually also serviced his house in the past, um, but he's about an hour away from us. He's outside of our service area 
And we only still service him because he was one of our original clients. Um, we tried to call him today and email him back and we heard no response. Uh, we actually tried to call multiple times to figure out what exactly happened, what went wrong, right? So that's a little bit of a, an icky feeling when you, you do that and you don't hear back. You're like, oh, I might've lost a customer. The second lady that we upset, um, I responded via email. Now, if any of you guys use our marketing company and you email us, you know that I respond to everybody literally probably within 10 minutes at the most. If I don't respond to you in 10 minutes, I'm either sleeping or I'm in a meeting. Other than that, you probably get a response with me via email if you're trying to do business with us within 10 minutes. I'm no different with my home service business. Now, our email also goes to our office, but I like to see everything that comes in uh, just because I kind of like to be on the end and know what's going on because I'm not in the office a whole lot. So the email comes in, I text our office manager, I said, hey, I'll respond to the email, do me a favor, and you call this customer to find out the details of what happened. So I, I respond, and essentially her email said, listen, I felt like I had to please some, they kind of left a mess, uh, long story short, I'm probably gonna be looking for a different window cleaning company. I email her back, and this is how I say it. Dear Mrs. So-and-so, first off, I want to apologize. That should have never, ever happened. That is 100% our fault. I'm so glad you brought this to my attention because now this gives me an opportunity to go address it and to go fix our training system so that this, that, so that this does not happen with any other customers, okay? I am taking 100% blame on this, right? I'm telling her, this is 100% our fault. And here's what I say at the end. Thank you so much for emailing us and letting us know this because without you telling us, we would never know to fix it, right? And so throughout this entire email, I am literally telling her, hey, you're right, we screwed up. I even said in there, we do our best to, to train our employees to be perfect, but it just doesn't always happen that way. So without customers like you giving us real feedback, we don't know what to fix, right? When I did this and I emailed it to her, Sheila calls her next, talks to her on the phone, and the lady was absolutely blown away. She said, I cannot believe the level of customer service that you guys are providing. Here's what happened. I wanna tell you everything so you can make it better. She became a part of our team, right? She went from, I'm finding a new company, to I love you guys and I want to help you get better. Here's what happened. Here's some of the things I would improve on, right? And of course, now we take those and we'll go talk to the crew that screwed things up and we'll make sure that things are fixed in our end. But when most people may have never responded to the email or been snobby back because psh, you just said the windows look good. So what if you didn't, so what if they left a rag on your floor, right? Because that happens all the time, right? Instead of doing that, we took 110% of the blame and brought her on board to help us fix the problem. And in return, she then felt like we listened to her and we actually cared, which we do. And now she'll call us when she needs us next time. Now she's actually a bigger fan than she was before. Why? Because now she knows that if I ever have a problem, they're going to run at it instead of run away. I know I've talked about this before, but I, I want to share this, guys, because these are some real life examples. Like this happened today. Literally, today this happened. I'm making this podcast on a Friday and it's going out on a Saturday. It happened today, this morning. As I'm driving into the office, those are the two things I start my day with. 
kind of sucky, but when you run at the problem and you do everything you can to fix it, it almost always pans out well. We get callbacks all the time. Like, I'm not proud to say that, but we just do so many jobs and we have so many employees, it's inevitable that we're not going to ever have a callback. It's just, it's not, it's just not how it's going to work. And so we've learned that, hey, yeah, we're going to screw things up. Why? Because we're human, because our our employees don't care like, you know, the owners do. We're going to do our best to train, but, you know, sometimes guys miss something or whatever the case is. We're, it's just going to happen. So let's develop a plan to make sure that we can become superheroes when it does happen, right? And so those are two examples of my home service business. Now, for those of you that don't know, I own an e-commerce company as well, um, where we employ veterans to build handcrafted American flags called Brave American. You can check it out at braveamerican.com. Yesterday, we got two complaints. (laughs) I feel like I'm the complaint master today. And the first complaint was, One of the flags got shipped out and the lady ordered a flag and a a shirt. Well, the shirt didn't get shipped to her. It got shipped to somebody else on accident. So she got her flag and no shirt. Emails us, hey, where's my shirt? Well, we don't, we accidentally send to somebody else. And here's the worst news is that the shirt you ordered in that double XL size, we now are out of stock because we shipped the last one to somebody else. That's a nasty email to send back, right? And so in my head, I'm, I'm going, man, how can we make this right? Take the blame, 100%. Hey, ma'am, if you can check your packing slip and let me know if it's your name on there or not. No, no, Matt, it's uh, somebody else's name. Here's what happened, Mrs. So-and-so. Your flag accidentally uh, got shipped to the wrong house. And the house that it got shipped to had your shirt in it. And unfortunately, it was literally the last shirt of that size of that design that you wanted. And we aren't going to have any more of those for a couple of weeks. But first off, I apologize. But here's what I can do for you. We're going to refund you the shirt. And then we're going to go and we're going to send you a different shirt that we have in that size. Because I know you bought that as a gift for somebody. And I'm going to send it out today so it gets to you in time so you can give it as a gift. So you're not going to have to pay for it. I know it wasn't the specific design you wanted, but I'm not going to make you pay for it. But I'm going to send you a shirt anyway. That way you can give it away as a gift. Is that okay? Blown away. And here's what happens. Oh my gosh, Matt, you didn't have to do that. Please don't refund me the money. I like the other shirt too. Just do me a favor and send me that one and I'll give that one away as a gift. Wow, that was easy right? Like because we ran towards the problem, because we took 100% blame, because we said we would refund her and we were going to go above and beyond and send her a shirt, even though it was a little bit different, right? She loves, she loves the company. She loves the mission of the business. She loved that we have great customer support. The other email we get sends us a picture of a flag, one of the biggest flags we make. The flag is literally almost broken in half, okay? This is a heavy duty wooden flag, handcrafted by USA veterans. And I mean, these things are high end. They're freaking bad to the bone. I have them in my office. Uh, They're freaking sweet. We sell the crap out of them. We've never had this problem. Sends me a picture. The stars are all ripped off. The, The freaking flag is almost busted in half and sends us a nasty email. This thing's built like crap. I expected more out of you guys. I wanted to support you because you support veterans, blah, blah, blah. I responded. Dear Mr. So-and-so, I want to say I am so sorry, right? Went through the whole spiel. 
and I said this, I was absolutely shocked when I saw the pictures you sent me. I cannot believe that happened. It must have got tossed around during shipping. And guys, seriously, this never happened. So it literally must have got tossed around during shipping. And so I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two options. One, I can refund you your money right now. Or two, we will make you another flag and have it shipped out first thing in the morning. Okay, he emailed us about six o'clock at night on Thursday. We had the flag ready by 10 a.m. on Friday. And here's what I did. I went above and beyond. We took a picture of me holding the flag and emailed it to him. Hey, here's your flag. It's going to UPS right now. Guess what he does? He responds. He goes, guys, you offer the highest level of customer service I have ever experienced. Swear to God, emailed us that. So now he's turned into a raving fan because he knows that we stand behind our products, right? There's nothing more annoying than buying something online and it coming to you and it not being what you thought it was going to be. And then you can't get a hold of the company or they won't return it or they make you pay for shipping or they make it sound like it's your fault. For us, it wasn't that at all. Hey, no questions asked, brother. You're getting a new flag and it's coming tomorrow. Like, how can you be mad at that, right? And so this is how you create raving fans inside your business. Everyone is terrified of callbacks. But I'm telling you right now, if you do it right, most of your callbacks will turn into raving lifelong fans because they then realize that you actually give a rip about your customers. Trust me, guys. I promise you, if you start to implement this stuff, if you begin to run towards the problems of your business when it comes to customer service, I always say this, the customer experience is everything. That is what will allow you to scale. That is what will get you referrals. Not how good you clean the window, not how good you clean out the furnace. Yes, that's important, but it's not the most important. The most important is that your customer feels good buying from you. And whenever there's a problem, they know that you're going to be there for them. And that's that. It's that easy. But guess what? Sometimes it's actually really painful. For example, uh, about two months ago, one of our new employees was cleaning screens, brand new Anderson screens. He was putting them on top of each other. And what he didn't realize was when he did that, the corners were going into the screens and they put holes in every single brand new screen in this house. It cost us $1,500. The job was like $250. We lost our butt, but guess what? We ran towards the problem. We fixed it and the guy was ecstatic and now he'll be a lifetime customer, right? Sometimes it's extremely painful to do the right thing but it is always worth it to do the right thing. You just never know what will come from putting out fires and doing the right thing. So that's that. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I just want you guys to realize, man, customer service is so important. People respond in a pissy attitude simply because they are so used to being treated like crap. They're so used to people not standing behind their word. They're so used to people not standing behind their product, right? Not doing what's right for the customer. That's what they're used to. That's why most of these people are responding the way they do. That's why they call you back when you did a bad job on their windows and are yelling at you because in their head, they already feel like they're getting screwed because it's happened to them in the past. But when you actually go out of your way and you fix it and you go above and beyond, you shock them. People are literally shocked 
that you offer such a high level of customer service that they will never go somewhere else. So I love you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Go crush it this week. Peace. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.